I tell them welcome to the gray area And stay away just in case you ain't real enough to relate Every other Thursday, politics to the chips Get up on this wave <laughs> Now tell me what's to talk about Cause we the only thing to talk about How you keep reality in check Just keep it real rap and don't gossip with the facts, yeah I brought the rap snob back to Brooklyn But no, this is not the rap roundtable This is the Gray Area Chapter 52 The second installment of Kings County Check-Ins First time we did it, we had J-Mo No Shamo pull up Speak his truth Now it's time for, you know, Sincere the Rap Snob To speak his truths as he sees it And it's only right, you know I, I, it's, it, We know that you're not a big sports fan So I was like, I wanted to get you in a gray area situation Where we, it wasn't a sports episode okay, okay. And we could just talk about some things And, and flow, vibe out, you yeah, know Yeah, let's let, do it Let the people get to know Sincere the Rap Snob Beyond his snobbery on the rap round table <laughs> I'm you here, know? yo, I'm here Let's get it I'm So let um, the snobbery fly Please, um Shout out to Super Engineer True, as always, making this shit happen for us. You can find the gray area on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, sometimes on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere. I'm out here. Uh, sincere. Um, yep. Listen to this first and foremost. I had a bad allergic reaction. You know, I was in my yard doing yard work, and all the pollen on the earth decided to get into my nostrils. So if I <laughs> sound a little off... That, that, that's what happened I played myself yesterday bro yeah, I think I thank God I don't have allergies like that man I envy you people who don't have these problems when I hear y'all talk I'm like damn that that really sounds brutal bro it's like and the thing is my, my stupid ass I kept sweeping I'm like maybe I should shut this down I'm like no I'm gonna finish I'm gonna finish <laughs> started sneezing and sneezing yo bro if I had asthma I would've I'd have been jammed up yesterday oh man like real talk yeah. but the first question I have for you, you know, you were born and bred New Yorker, right? Uh, yeah. How did you manage to live your entire life in New York City and not be a sports fan like that? Like, <laughs> how, did, how did you pull that off? I got to know. All right. Um, so, so my story in terms of uh, sports is, so um, I grew up, uh, my father being a big baseball fan. Right. Right. He used to, he, my father was Puerto Rican. Okay. Used to play uh, professional oh, in Puerto Rico. Get out of here. Yeah. Wow. Uh, he was third baseman uh, for the Ponce Leones, if anybody's familiar with that out there. Um, and, yeah, so he, he he raised me, you know, in with baseball, trying to, you know, play catch and yeah. taking me to the park, you know, have me swing at a few balls or whatever. Um, but I just didn't, I mean, as I got older, I just didn't take the baseball, right. especially living in New York. It's tough. It's tough. So, you know, then... Middle school, high school started coming around. I I started playing basketball. Okay, it's a much easier sport to play. Oh yeah, and it's parks everywhere. You know, courts everywhere. You don't need nine people. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, And so, uh, so yeah, so uh, that was my thing. And then I, you know, I I I started following basketball probably like around early '90s. Um, And you, what I've noticed is that like. People that I know that are fan that live in New obviously live in New York, yeah, uh, but are fans of uh, outside of New York Me? teams. <laughs> uh, they, it's it's usually the team that that, that was popping when yeah. they started getting into watching the sport. Like you know a, I mean? a lot of the Bulls fans in the nineties, Jordan, right. Jordan brought that in. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, my boy Al is a Celtic fan. He started watching basketball in the early eighties, yeah. early to mid eighties. You know, Celtics was popping. Larry right? Bird and all of them. Yeah, yeah. all of that. Um, 
And so I was, you know, when I started paying attention, attention, because my pops, you know, again, was a baseball fan. When I started paying attention to basketball, the Bulls was popping. Jordan was the shit, right? And so I became a Bulls fan. Okay. Right? Um, now, th- this is where the story, you know, kind gets, of gets a, it gets a little personal. Okay. Because what, en- what ended up happening is that, like, you know, through high school and into early college, you know, I, I was following basketball. I used to check the stats yeah. and all that. Oh, so you, you were know, a sports have, fan. You yeah, were a fan I had, I had okay. the arguments at the lunch table and all that. Like, I was you? in the mix. Yeah, I, wow. was in, I was in the mix. I was in the mix. <laughs> That's crazy. But here's what happened, though. Uh, Jordan retired, retired. Right. Around that same time, uh, R.I.P. to my mom, she passed away. Okay. Right? And so it's like Mike left, my favorite player mm-hmm. of all time, my team, not the same, and then my mom's. I lost. There's a it, lot going on. Yeah, a lot. I lost interest in a lot of stuff around that time. Mm. And just basketball was one of them. Okay. I was never really into too many other sports. I was oh. never into football at all. Right. Um, you know, again, like you know, a little bit of baseball and early on, but not too much. Um, I try to watch baseball today, and I'm just I can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> Um, so, so, so like yeah, now, that's, that's how with you basketball, know, and after that. You're like a fair weather fan, like you'll put it on and just watch it or? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, if, it, if it's a dope game, uh-huh. um, you know, once it gets into the into the playoffs, right, right. especially yeah. the finals, you know what I mean? But I don't, you know, at this point, it's like, it's like I stopped following it so long ago. Yeah. It's it's hard to get. You kind of lost it. I, I lost it and it's hard to get. Like, I, I, I think about it every now and then. I'm like, yo, like. I used to really love watching this shit and following this shit. Like, maybe I should, like, try to pick it back up. Yeah. But there's so much loss in between. I wouldn't even be able to jump into conversations like yeah. you and Dini and Lang talk about shit that happened in 2003, yeah. 2007. You're mad far removed. Right. And so, you know, it's just, it's, it's hard picking it back up. I've always wondered that. I'm like, this guy, like, you're born in Britain. You're a true New Yorker. Like, yeah. you're, you're very New York. I'm like, this guy doesn't even talk about the Knicks at all. Like, <laughs> like, like the amount of times I kill the Knicks, you don't even swoop in and say, hey, leave the Knicks alone. I'm like, does this guy like sports? So it's like, but I've noticed in the past, like, you'll tune in. Playoffs, definitely. You'll chime in here and there. Like, you're aware of it, but like, you're not, like, locked into it. Right, right, right. Yeah. All right, that's cool. Yeah. So. Um, I, t- every now uh, and then, I want to, like, you know, jump in on, because I always hated the Knicks, of yeah. course, being oh. a Bulls fan in the 90s. So I want to jump in and have that, you know, yeah. camaraderie. But I'm like, I don't even really follow it. I'm going to feel corny, like, yeah. jumping into a conversation that I'm not really... Cloud chasing. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do that. I'm very, I'm very self-aware. I'm aware right. of myself. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, you're self-aware to a fault. I've learned that about you, bro, <laughs> over these years. Like, yeah. you got to... One thing, you're self-aware is shit got to make sense. Those are the two things that I learned about you over these years. That is 100% fact. Facts. So, um, okay, you, you lost your zeal yeah. for basketball. Uh-huh. How did that not affect hip-hop? Or is the love was just always deeper? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I could, you know, I can see how it goes hand in hand in a lot of ways. But um, I don't know. Music is something I could take with me. Right, right. You know right. what I mean? It's not something that I have to, like, sit down at a certain time and, like, you know, spend two hours watching. Yeah. Um, it's mobile. It's mobile. You know, uh, I could... You know, it could be in snippets, or it could be a full album. It could right. be two, three albums in a row. It could be like a song. You know what I mean? So, I get to control. Yeah, I, I, I was able to control it more. Right. Um, and yeah, and the, you know, like I like there was there was a period of time where I was just like kind of a vagabond. I would just like 
you know, leave the house and just walk. You know what I mean? And I'll take my headphones yeah. and I'm good. All you needed was your headphones. Yeah, exactly. I remember that shit. Like, I, like growing up, I had my, my disc man. I'm yeah. showing my age and I was good. <laughs> I'd make my little mix. So shout out to who was it, LimeWire. You make your own little mix oh. with those 90 minute discs. So you pack that joint up till it's Lime wire. Crashing computers for decades. <laughs> you know what I mean? But Yo, um, mad computers had AIDS off of, off of that shit. Like my, I went one time. I had my cousin Wes. That's my, that's like my big brother. He had to like, he lived in Atlanta. He had to remote into my computer. He was the first one I ever seen do that way. Like he, he, I don't know how he did it, but he remoted into my computer and cleaned it for me because wow. my, the lawn wire had. I crashed it so bad because I was downloading the instrumentals. Because this, this is when I first started working with Chills. I would download okay. mad instrumentals, yeah, yeah, yeah. mad clue tapes, mad everything, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just like I. I'm talking about like opening an application before when it was before it was called. I don't even remember what it was called before it was an application. But whatever that programs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, it, it would just be like moving in slow motion. You know, that's how bad it was. Yeah. Shout out to LimeWire. <laughs> I still love that. That 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 to me that was the best thing that happened bro, to rap was, fans. That was, early internet. That was the the Wild West, bro. What was what's it was no one? Rules, it was, Lime, was it Weirs also? Uh, Kazaa. I don't think I ever used. I think I used Weirs and nah. LimeWire. What was the other one? Weirs. I don't remember Wears. True, you remember Wears or, or my bugging? I, I, that might have been just me. I remember Bear Share. Huh? Bear Share. I never did Bear Share. Man, listen. Yeah. I crashed a lot of computers. Shout out to Wes. Yeah. Um, but speaking about hip hop, right? Okay. You know, we we spoke, we've argued about a lot of things, we've talked about a lot of things, but we never talked about like your entry into hip hop. Like right. what, what roped you in? Is I know you love Nas, but you were around before Nas came out. Yeah. So before like this is like the the, the sincere the rap snob prequel. Like before Nas, before Illmatic, who or what was it that did it for you? You know it's funny, I, like I had a feeling you you would ask me this question. Um so be, so in the eighties, um I wasn't even really into hip hop. Yeah, you're too young. Uh well no I mean uh I was born in 78. I'm aging myself true, now. True, Right? So, um, so yeah, I mean, I knew, you know, I listened to Run DMC. Yeah. Um, who else? I knew a little bit of LL Cool J, but as far as being in the culture, culture, mm-hmm. like, I, was, I wasn't in it. Um, then uh, the early 90s came around. And, Teenage uh, you. Right. And so when I was in high school, I had a friend, uh, a friend named Sam. Sam let me hold Redman's first album mm. on on cassette. Was that what? Uh, what the album? Yeah. yeah. Um, and every here's the here's the funny thing. Everybody at that time, this was '92. Mm-hmm. Everybody at that time was uh, Sweat and Dre. Yeah, West Coast. Right? Was heavy the West Coast was heavy. Uh, the Chronic was ringing off everywhere, yeah. especially even here in New York. Um, and, and and I was I was into it, but I heard that Redman tape. That, I'm telling you, that should change my life, bro. Yeah. From from there on out, it was, that was it. This is I was locked in. And he's a wordsmith, so I can now, understand. Now the interesting part is that uh, both that album, Redman Redman's album, and Dre's album, same sample sources, uh-huh. right? Same, you know, like the P Funk, yeah. You know, Funkadelic, uh, George Clinton, a lot it of that. It sounded so different. Yeah, it sounded. Like it sounded like New York, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like West Dre was doing what you know that that glossy West Coast right. sound. Eric Sermon for this album made it sound like New York, um, and that that's when I really like you know I was locked in. And then after that, like you know, uh, there was you know groups like Lord of, Lords of the Underground. Here comes the Lord. Yeah, man. <laughs> Classic. Chief Rocker. 
Um, you know, obviously the oh Black Moon, yeah. Wu Tang yeah. in '93, um, and then Nas came and dropped he, the he crushed bomb. Crush the buildings. Crush the buildings with yeah. Illmatic, and then it, you know it's all she wrote. So like, take t- take me into that because like, I was still relatively young when Illmatic dropped. You got a few years on me. So like, was was Illmatic really resonating with the teenagers? Or did, did it really like blow everything away, adults and teenagers alike? Um, I would I would say so. Uh, and I like, the, the, and we we spoke about this on the rap roundtable episode, yes, sir. Uh, where we talked about Illmatic and its twenty uh, fifth anniversary. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, a lot of it had to do with uh, you know, um, at the time, uh, everything revolved around the source yeah. and what they was doing, who was on the cover, who had the hip-hop quotable, right. you know what I mean, who was on side hype, yeah. uh, what, you know, what ratings albums was getting, um, and like we talked about uh, also in that like it mattered more. Right, exactly. In that, in that moment, like the source had been around for yeah. a few years and had given the five mics to a few other albums. But that's when, like, the source really was at its when reaching its zenith. When the source was the source. Was became the source, yes. right? And so that five mics really solidified it for a lot, a lot of people. You know what I mean? A lot of my, myself. You still got five mics. I gotta hear it. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And then you then you listen to it, and then it's like you know, and also again at the time. Um, you know, producers wasn't really producing outside of their cliques right. and outside of their, you know, the 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 their partner, their MC oh, partner, oh, right? It would be the MC and the DJ, yeah. right? Um, but then, you know, you you got you got Primo here, and then you got P Rock there, and then you got Large Professor there. I'm like, yo, who who is this? Like the nerve of this guy, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the, forming a Voltron around his rhymes, you know what I mean? So and it was just it was just the, the different energy, different like allure surrounding this album right um and then also not not to be um not to be ignored um if you were a new york east coast elitist at the time Mm -hmm. right as myself um we was like yo fuck dre fuck snoop yeah i mean nas got this right and i remember when when um uh when snoop snoop was talking about how how he only got four four mics in the source, but yeah. Nas got five. Yeah, right. I was like, yeah, of course Nas got five. Yeah, fuck y'all niggas. That right? that, that that pride, <laughs> that New York pride. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. So um, so let me ask you this. We yeah, I'm gonna go at Jason for a second before we bring it back to you. Okay. This is your, your chance to be a rap snob for for the first time in the episode. Okay. Do you feel as though the way rap is set up right now? Okay. That we just don't have. It's just not designed for an Illmatic-like moment. It seems like, I felt like, I was thinking about this the other day, Mm -hmm. where, like, the collaboration meant so much more before. Everyone is playing with everyone in the sandbox now, so it's like, when you you link with this guy, it's just a song. Right. Whereas before, like, think about the last big collabo we got, to me, is still like Jay and Nas on Black Republican, because it meant something. Right. You know, so it's like, do, do you feel like this this current crop of rap is it's just no room for that kind of moment? Well, listen, what what's the number one song in the in the country right now? Is it still Old Town Road? It's still Old Town okay. Road, but bro, like fourteen to fifteen weeks is going Jesus. on, I think. Um, he's still pumping out remixes. Yeah, and whoever wants to hop on hop on it, pause. Uh, I mean, all things considered, that was right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, it's like it's it's all about. Uh, 
sort of the, the clout and the shine and, yeah. like, what's going to get you the most attention. Um, you know what I mean? You have, like, Lil Nas X uh, and, the, the like, the first thing, the, like, first of all, I have, I have no, no problems with Lil Nas X. He is, I think he's a troll extraordinaire. Oh, yeah. Um, and he's doing it in a way that it's that's that I don't find obnoxious. The no. way that it, that six nine was obnoxious to me, because um, it's intelligent trolling. Right, exactly. Like he, he has he has his finger on the pulse, and he's no at all times. He, he's toying with people. At yeah, point. at all times. Yeah, it's it's masterful, right? Uh, and so to see some like, oh, I right, you're not gonna let me be in the country charts. Uh, let me go ahead and get Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah, right. Now you got to let me in. Right, exactly. And then that's the collaboration, right? So it's more about, um, I don't know. I feel like it's more about uh, reaching other audiences mm-hmm. and opening other doors more so than it is about collaborating with people that that have the, the same sound. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, it's really like again, the internet had like for better or worse. Made everything wide open. I don't like it. I don't like it anymore. At one point, I loved it. <laughs> right, right. But I feel as though, like, we spoke about it on the Rad Roundtable and mm-hmm. even off wax. Like, like I, I keep saying there's so many broths out here. I just feel like because everything right. is so accessible, we're not getting these moments. We're not getting these these rich records anymore. Right. Like, there's no, like, I'm really looking at the, at the landscape, and I'm like, there is no moment. I don't I don't see any moment happening. Who's going to make right. that classic album? Like, you got, like, Tierra Whack. It's like probably the nicest out right now. That's that's not like a heavyweight. Like of, yeah. of, of everyone else, yeah. she hasn't even had a put. I don't think she has an album. I don't know. But she, does she, I mean, she does. She has, she has oh, projects out. Or like it, 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 it. See, and here's the thing. Okay. Like um, artists would just make a project and put it out, and then like you know months to years later, mm-hmm. like people will start noticing when they start bubbling. And then you look back and you're like, oh, it was sort of like uh, Kendrick. Yeah. Where you know what I mean, like. Section 20, 8 or whatever yeah, it was called. Se- Section 80 was before Good Kid Mad City. Yeah. But Good Kid Mad City was had the Dre mm-hmm, mm-hmm. stamp of approval. And so that's what, you know, what, what was pushed. And people circle back. And people circle back to it. You know what I mean? And I feel like, you know, like, I, I again, I hate using terms like back in the day. But back in the day, it was like an artist would get a buzz and then they, you know, maybe have some features, right. get signed, and then you sort of, like, heard the bubbling that, oh, they're, you know, they're working on their, their album. And then the, the anticipation would build right. up. yeah. Right? And you'd be like, yo, I wonder what this is going like, to sound like. But now it's just like, yo, like people just Like, to your point drop. about the source, like, you read that, that yeah? bit, it'll be like a little bit in the source where such and such is working on his album. He's in the studio right now. Right. This producer and that producer's getting together. Right, it got this signed project. by such and such yeah, label. Yeah, and you, you know get hype or yeah. your distribution or whatever the situation yeah, 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 was. Yeah. It's like I'm looking around and I'm like, I think Tierra Wack is the only one with that energy right now. Where like, like, she's starting to, like, she's going viral with these verses, these 16 right. she's putting out here. And I'm like, it's not happening. I, I guess I would say this is like, maybe the moment will be from the women. You know, maybe, Possibly, yeah. maybe when Nikki and Cardi finally decide to do a record, I don't know right, if that ever happened. That would be that would be amazing. You know, they'll say motorsport happen, but we know I don't. That doesn't count to me. <laughs> I want Nikki and Cardi on the song, and I and I say that would be amazing. Not not as a fan of right. either of their music, but just for the energy of right. it. You know what I mean? It would be like the like the headlines and like the like it would like I think the city would stop. Mm. Queens and Bronx. And that's you know, the thing. New York is really females? running female rap right now. It really but, is. But, and, but it's funny that they're not pumping our, our region. But had they been from anywhere else, oh, such and such. But that's what I'm saying because we not we not 
you know, uh, what's the word? We're, we're, we're not, we're not, um, we're not fashionable anymore. Like New York's not, as Imagine far as rap that. is concerned, you know what I mean? Like, like people still love New York, but not for the rap energy. Yeah. And we was talking, we, we, we had this conversation, uh, offline about how like you know the way that the city landscape has changed the gentrification mm -hmm. yeah. of all these yeah. neighborhoods has really transformed the energy um and all that like that energy new york doesn't get know york what rap. it sounds like anymore right exactly um so yeah that, that is what it I, is i think we need that that cardi and nikki collaboration well give me cardi nikki and remy all the beefs put them on a record just you know word. and let, let them rhyme it out yeah we, I mean, Remy gonna win, but it'll, <laughs> it'll. But I feel like you know, Nicki would try harder. Yeah. The Ghostwriter for Cardi would, you know, get. Had to slide those lead in. Yeah, had to dig. Yeah, of course. I had to get the dig. So let's circle back now, but back okay. to you more specifically. Okay. You mentioned Redman. Yeah. You know, it kind of makes sense now because every now and again when we talk, like you, you throw a little Redman crumb in there, but I never really piece the puzzle like, like, do you, you have an affinity for Red? Yeah. Um. So when Illmatic dropped, did you just drop Redman, or, or is it a situation where like, all right, this guy's cool, but this guy's better? Yeah, the latter. Okay. Yeah, that was that was really it. The, like the the um, the 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 first song I remember like like really sitting down and uh, making myself remember mm -hmm. and uh, all the lyrics to uh, was "Tonight Tonight" by Redman. Okay. Band, okay. Right. Like I really made it my business to learn all those words. Like I was obsessed with that song. Um, and so yeah, no, Redman was was really big for me. Um, then. You know, 90, 90, by 94, uh, he had dropped his second album, but then also Method Man dropped an album. Yeah, it was too much happening in 94. Yeah, and then, um, you know, Wu-Tang had just come out the year before. Their whole energy was crazy. Uh, and then Is Nas and Biggie dropped that year. the year in hip-hop or 96? Listen, um, some people will say it'll be 98. 98? Some I feel like I feel like the commercialization of the culture right. kind of knocks it down a peg. Well, yeah, I mean, like the raw, rugged golden there. I would think I I would think that you would see 98 as a a, a, a more viable. Yeah, that, that was that was a, as I was growing. But for, you know, as you say that, I'll I'll, I'll right. speak about myself for a second. For me, like my my favorite time is maybe 03. I won't lie to you. Wow. Okay. Like between 01 and 03, but specifically 03, the amount of like elite rap in our in our region it was that was happening. Nas, Ho, Nas, even Lil Dipset, G Unit, yeah, yeah. State Pro. You had a lot to choose from yeah. in, in, on the East Coast. That's it was true. I loved 03. Yeah. And then whew, <laughs> it was all over. Who knew? And and 03 was uh so the introduction of Kanye. Yeah. So that, that yeah. Kind of sort of. Yeah. I didn't. I was late to the Kanye party. You know, oh, I, were I, you? Remember, I told you I didn't really love college dropout. Like, he, like he was hot. Like, as a, I think we spoke about it on the Kanye episode. Like, I, I didn't okay. really love college dropout. I like, I like late Reg more than college late, dropout. Okay, okay. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. I knew he was dope, but I'm like, yeah, he's a producer rapping, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But when late Reg came, I'm like, all right. But yeah. But right, yeah. I was uh, circling back, like, yeah, no, when I when I was dropped Illmatic, I was, uh, you know, I still I still fuck with Redman, but it was like, yo, this kid, this kid is different. Um, I, you know, I'm referring to him as kid now, but I mean, he was then. a kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, you know, he he started uh, continuing '95. The features he had on Mob Deep's album, on oh. uh, Raekwon's album, uh, Az's album. Jeez. 
um, you know, and then 96 was it was written just solidified it for me. Yo, people like it, it, this is why you're a rap snob. You had so much elite rap to choose from. <laughs> I'm saying, like, it is what it is. Um, and people, like, I remember the backlash that it was written got at that time. People didn't like it was written. Really? Yeah. You don't know. You don't I know. I was this? still relatively young. So uh, the people weren't. Uh, they, they were mad that um, he he kind of scrapped Pete Rock and Large mm. Pro. You know what? In hindsight, I remember that when I got older and started reading magazines. Yeah, more right. Because it was like kind of like the same backlash Jay Z felt from Reasonable to Volume One, where like yeah. your sound changed and we ain't right. want that. Right. Exactly. Um, and that 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 video with the fish lens oh, didn't God. help at all. <laughs> what song was that? It wasn't City Is Mine. It was uh, uh, the Sunshine. <laughs> I'm covering my face, y'all. Yo, if y'all can see his face palm right now. Well, like, I never. You think it's just like who told him this? What you got? You think you went and you got puff? You was trying to trying to be big? What are you doing? Oh uh, man, that was that was. I know what girls like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even that was though Volume One still has what my my possible all time favorite Jay Z song in Imaginary Players, but there was some really questionable joints on there. Yeah. But yeah. yes, back 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 to it was written. So so yeah, no, it was written. Uh, there was no large professor. Uh, which is the you know, the guy sort of introduced Nas yeah. into the game through the main source, and mm. he did like a bunch of uh, production on Illmatic. Um, there was there was no Pete Rock, mm-hmm. um, there was no Q-Tip, but instead he did still have Prem. He had one Prem joint. He had Havoc, who was who was huge at the time, but a lot of it was done by Trackmasters, yeah. and people was not happy about that. Trackmasters was, was, was the original commercial production like, yeah. team for rap. Like, if you were with Trackmasters, you was air quotes selling out. Yeah, you know what basically. I mean? Basically. But the album was amazing. It, it was. And, uh, like, I, at the time, and it wasn't like, you know, um, I know what girl. It, was, nah, it wasn't was, nothing like that. He didn't completely sell out like Jay-Z did. I'm yeah, sorry, Hov, I love you, but that you was, sold out. And, that, and that, that was like only like, like what, like a year's time between it was written he and He still gave one. you the theatrical rap, the, the narrative took yeah. you. Yo, I love you. I mean, Shootouts was done by Trackmasters. Hey. Um, if I Ruled the World was uh, done by Trackmasters. That's one of the all-time greatest rap classic. songs ever made. Um, Black Girl Lost, was, I think, was done by Trackmasters, if I'm not remember. mistaken. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, the, the songs were still fire. The one, the the one um, misfire that I think uh, was the Dre joint. Mm. The Dr. Dre um, Nas is coming. Nas, yeah. Yeah, it was like a weird beat. I was like, yo, how you how you enlist Dre and you pick this beat? Not for nothing. I never understood East Coast dudes getting on Dre beats. It just it, it was never a perfect marriage to me. That's that's probably true. That's probably true. You know, um, Wu Tang. <sighs> Like, I, when I watch that documentary, I always get goosebumps because when I think about it, because it's like there, there was never an energy like Wu to yeah. me. Like, it's one thing when you have DMX, who's like a, a ball of flame, right? Yeah. But I'm talking about the sound. Like Wu Tang sounded like nothing that was out when they dropped. Nothing before, nothing coming after. Bro, it was like I can't even put it into words what it was like. So like for you. When he just burst on the scene, with everything else that was going on in the city, like right. what the hell was that like for you? Um, it was it was super exciting again because '93 uh, when Snoop dropped, mm-hmm. right? Again that that glitz. No, I want to call it glitzy, but the it was a gl- a shinier yes. sound, shiny gangster rap. It was it was it was, it was, it was she, there was a sheen to yes. it, right? Um, and so that that sound was dominating. 
these guys coming out of the uh, the Forgotten Borough. Ugh. Nobody gives a fuck about Staten Island. So if anybody, is. if anybody's listening from Staten Island, I'm sorry. No offense. But but y'all y'all gotta know. Y'all like, from Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well be. You know what I mean? Uh, ain't nobody jumping on a boat to <laughs> go visit your ass, yo. Out of here, man. So, um, yeah, all of a sudden, toll. Staten Island, I'm like, yo, who's who lives in Staten Island? Nine niggas <laughs> with one producer forming like Voltron, like like Super Voltron. Yo. And so... Um, and they all had bars. They all had bars. I mean, it, was, it wasn't all equal was levels. levels yeah, of bar, yeah, yeah. But they all had bars and they all had their energy. Yeah. And they all had like, you know, like a like a sound, like a voice sound to it. They were like, like characters. To the, yeah, to this day, like you you got is, uh, you know, on, if we list out the Wu-Tang members, he's going to be on a pretty low rung. Yeah. But his voice, amazing. When he jumps on a track and you hear the voice, it'll be like four bars, but it'll be four fire bars just because his voice, you know, like in the mix of everything else. You God, like I'm a little scared of you God. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I feel like you God will kill somebody. Like, yeah. real, like real talk. Yeah. The only person that you know that I ever had an issue with Wu Tang with was Capitan. I can't stand that guy. <laughs> and I have people who really be trying to tell me he's nice, and I'm like, I don't want to hear it. He always tries to shove a thousand words into a sixteen. Listen, Cap- I'm not going for it. Capadonna, I think, had two a two year window. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ninety five. Uh, when he was introduced on Raekwon's album as Cappuccino, mm-hmm. it wasn't even Capadonna yet, um, was on the ice cream joint, right? Uh, then Iron Man, he had a lot of dr- yeah. he had a lot of verses on Iron Man. Winter Wars, I think, is to this day why people will swear that Capadonna was the nah, shit. Nah, you're right, you're right. Because Winter Wars, I remember young adolescent me, my co- West OG West. Everyone in Brownsville was talking about Winter Wars, bro. And like, I'm like, what is this Winter Wars you're talking about? <laughs> My ignorant ass, not even knowing what's going on. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, but when he put it, on, it was tough. I can't. Yeah. Find it. What fuck happened? Now? Um. And then uh, he he was on Daytona 500. Yeah. Right. So he had joints on 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 that. And then, but then, by the time it got to uh to Wu Tang Forever, uh the Capadonna shining moments were becoming gone. less and less. Then he dropped The Pillage, which I think was 97, his debut album. To this day, um, the single he had for that, uh, damn, why can't I remember the name of it now? You know Um, why. Anyway. (laughs) True. Um, To this day, I I, I still love that joint. I'm going to have to look it up because I'm blanking on it now. But um, I I wasn't really feeling the rest of the album. And then after that, he just completely fell. So he had like a two-year window where he was, you know, he was all right. You know what? I just think back to like that time, and it's like, it was. I didn't realize it because I wasn't as plugged in. You're still young, so it's right. like, and my, my access to certain things was limited. But it was like these, like Wu Tang, really came out and hit you with 36 Chambers. Met the man, gave you a fire album. Old yeah. Dirty came through like 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 a like nah, a, it a was... whirlwind. And then the thing is like people forget like like Ghostface. Like, like in hindsight, we know how great his projects were. But right. early on, like he didn't get the shine. He, he wasn't got, getting the shine. And him and Ray were the ones really making these classic albums. It was at the time. It was Method Man mm-hmm. was the star. Yes. And then Raekwon was the lyricist. Yeah. Right. Uh, like the purest of the group. Um, and then Dirty was you know just dirty like the wild nigga. Bro. Right. Control um, no, aggression. Listen, I mean, still thinking back on it now, I like I want I, I think to myself like, how were they able 
not, not only to form a nine group, nine person a nine person group. Get all. I mean, in hindsight, watching the the, the documentary, we saw that you know shit was yeah, it was shaky. It was shaky, but for those ninety three to ninety seven, for those four years, it was four. And I don't use this word lightly. It was four magical years yes. of Hands music down. that came out of them. So long, like it's like it's like the Beatles because oh. the beat like we think back on the Beatles, but the Beatles wasn't together for like all that long. Yeah. You know, you spent, they just they spent they just, more time apart than ever being the Beatles. Exactly. And they, they just kept hitting you with classic, 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 right? Um another another group, if we, you know, if we are comparing them to, to to rock legends, Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Right? Led Zeppelin wasn't, you know, their uh their era wasn't that long, but they just kept hitting you with so, so what, that's what, what Wu-Tang was like. What would you say to people who would hear these comparisons and tell you to get up out of here with that? Like, how would, what, would you, what would you come I mean, back to? I mean, you you weren't there. Like, you if you're there. saying that, it's because you wasn't there. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, I can't I can't see nobody uh, from my age group or that, that was around in that era that 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 was... Uh, and I think that's what's happening. That was in the mix. Yes. Right? That would say, yo, nah, Wu-Tang wasn't really... Nah. Nobody, nobody would say that. Mm-hmm. That would never come out of anybody. And I mouth. think, like, that line that you said, like, you had to be there, I think is at the crux of the generational divide. Like, I'm mad we didn't talk about this on our, on our other pod. Yeah. Because it's like, to me, like, rap is so hollow. Hip-hop is so hollow now. Like, like things just mattered so much more. Like, the, the town, the way people walked, the way people dressed, like, everything was so much more pure yeah. to me. You know what I'm saying? I look around now, and I just feel like, I see these kids and I work in high school, so I see it. I'm like, right. I'm not gonna say y'all whack, but bro, like, what is this? You know what I'm saying? And it, and it's it, it's also a matter What's of your vibe. You know, it, it's also a matter of like the. I think I think the energy is just as disposable as the music. Yes. You know what I mean? It's it, it's like if, if if there's not if there's not an artist that is resonating with you for more than like a few months at a time, then how how are you gonna really build a connection? True. To any sure. any artist or, or any movement, really, you sure. know what I mean. Um, so yeah, I mean it's just a matter of like, again, for better or worse, you know, uh, the internet has changed a lot of things, and now with you know everything streaming, we've talked about this countless times on the, on the yeah on, on the Rap Roundtable podcast. Um, but streaming, I mean, it, I love that how accessible music is, but at the same time, it's like there's. There's no investment being no. made, right? There's no like they 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 used to be like that connection I had with Redman when his first album mm-hmm. came out. That connection I had with Illmatic, and to this day I'm a Nas fan. You know what I mean? Um, it's it's hard to make a connection when when the music is as disposable True. as it is. So is that you know to 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 the artists? Is that is that their fault that they're just not connecting, or is it, or, or are we off base in that they're just not for us? No, nah, I mean. Well, obviously, the the sound has changed to the point where, like, we like us, we mm-hmm. don't get it a lot of the time. You're right. Me less than you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I give bullshit to try all the time. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, you know, we just we I you know the 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 texture of the sound, the yeah. the, the 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 you know the the acoustics, the you know uh, all of that. Um, like I've said it. I, I don't know. I've I've probably said it on the uh, on the uh, roundtable podcast. Uh, but I know I've definitely said it to you. As soon as I start hearing uh, 808s 
You out of there. I'm I'm almost guaranteed out of there. <laughs> I've heard like there over the years there's been plenty of beats okay. that use 808s. But it's not as formulaic as it right. is now. It's just so like let me let me be a dickhead for a second. Okay, you're saying that now, but they just like 808s have is having his run. Right, samples had they run too. So like, who are you to, to say that? You know, well, every, everything has his run. Every uh, okay. See here, so here here's here's my issue, right? Um, and I I I'll, I'd probably get like like serious pushback. Uh, if, if there's any like pro- like younger producers listening to this now, but I'm thinking if you have a box mm-hmm. of sounds, drum sounds, you have all these loops, yep. you have everything, all the pieces, right? And then you just take the loop that's already made mm-hmm. and just you know loop it, and then just yeah, I saw add, it on Twitter, like you, add, yeah, I saw add that. the drums, and you don't. They, here's my thing, like. I come from the in terms of beat making from the MPC era. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like you like you had to piece the puzzle. You had to piece you, you and you would play it out. Yeah, and you would feel it out. You know what I mean. A lot of beats now are made just on software mm-hmm. on computers. No knock on software because like that makes everything easier. But the the difference between playing things uh, samples out on a pad and yeah. feeling the groove and like getting in that it's a pocket lot more raw. to uh, taking your mouse and clicking where you want the yeah. drum and the 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 hi hats and where you like it's just it's just a difference, right? You know what? It's funny that you say that because it's like it, there is no ambig- ambiguity is the word I'm looking for. Whereas it's like every now and again, like this is gonna loop right. This it's gonna loop. It's gonna loop. It's gonna loop. Right. Certain producers might just throw a random sound somewhere in there just to throw you off the scent right. a little bit. And I think that comes from the NPC era where it's like, I might throw something here. The, the sample might loop, but it'll be a drum here. Right. It's a sound that they'll throw in there that just doesn't exist right. you know, now. Yeah. You know? It's just boom, 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 over yeah. and over and over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can get what you're saying with that. So so there, there's that element to it. I think I think it's it's too rigid mm. to be able to just like take a mouse and click where you want the so sound. So you want it to be go. a little more random? A little, not a little more. Like a little more swing to it. Okay. You know what I mean? Like with, with anybody that, that plays an instrument, like the MPC, uh-huh. if you're playing a, it, like the MPC can be an instrument if you're playing it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and so in that playing it, like, you know, the Pete Rocks and the Dillas and, and the Primos would get that, that swing going. Yeah. Right? Um, and you can't, you know, you can't swing with a mouse, clicking a, a mouse. Selfishly, right? I know this person probably doesn't exist, but I'm kind of hoping for. Like like that producer who finds a way to blend all this delicious 808 action to what, <laughs> to what we liked growing up and yeah. create something new. You know what I right. mean? Like like I always talk about this where it's like I remember when Timberland first came on the scene and how I felt like he just knocked my socks off with sounds I never heard yeah. before. Cause yeah, for sure. He sounded like nothing that we that we loved right. at that point. Same thing for the Neptunes. I'm like I feel like there is no producer right now who's doing something new, who's who, who's zagging everyone else to zigging, right. you know. And that's what I'm, I'm selfishly kind of like with Tierra Whack. Like after we talked about it on on the round table, and then I went. She had a, a freestyle that Meek had shared. I think two weeks ago. And I'm like, oh wow! It was on that um that La 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 beat that that old Hove joint. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. And and it's like we always talk about getting in the pocket. And I'm like, she's too young to be this good at rapping. Mm. You know what I mean? How old is Tierra? Like, you know? I don't know. She got to be in her early twenties. She ain't she ain't uh-huh. much older than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But it's like it was the mastery of the beat. Yeah. She it was like some people like now and especially you could attest to this when you listen to raps. 
like all these new dudes just rap to the beat. You right. Know? And right, that, right. That little. They just rap it to that or to the, to like the kick of the snare, or whatever. Right. It's real safe flows. Very safe. She was like like monopolizing that. Right. She got in where she got in and got out wherever she wanted to. You know, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, why is she so good? Yeah, that that's that's the um you know, that that's the musicianship that I feel is missing mm. in terms of Facts. rappers today. The artistry of it all. Yeah, like like not just knowing, okay, my word has to go here, here, right. and here, but maybe it goes somewhere in between. Every now and then, just to throw you yeah. off, and then fall back onto the beat. You know what I mean? Find a pocket somewhere. He's, Bro, like these kids today don't—they're not finding no pockets. They're just very safely rapping exactly and, how they are supposed to rap. And this is why, like, you know, quote people, unquote, people couldn't understand why we loved Pusha's album last year. There's a lot of people who were like, "Oh, he doesn't have a fan base. He's not a superstar." All that. I get it. I get it. I yeah. understand. But it's like we loved it because it's like the dude gave you everything that we believe a rapper is supposed to give you on a project. He get he, he, he I mean, granted, maybe he didn't give us the commercial thing. It would have been nice. Yeah. But everything else, as far as beat selection, he it wasn't monotonous. Right. He tried some things as far as his how he used his voice. Yeah. How he got inside of certain beats, yeah. even the collaborations that he had, it all made sense. Yeah. And I'm like, how do y'all not understand that? You know, and that's where I get lost because it's like. Do you actually know what good rap is? Like, you can like the whack shit. Again, I like some whack shit. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. You know? But at least know what it's supposed to sound like. Yeah, and I no. feel like what it's supposed to sound like is, is like a, is a missed point. It's lost. Pusha T is one of the, the last of the Mohicans in terms yeah. of uh, technical rapability. He's yeah. a technician. Jesus. You know what I mean? Um, he'll, you People know. People got mad at me when I said he's the closest thing to big on, on Twitter. They was, they was, they was, they was throwing, they was throwing vegetables at me. <laughs> I'm like, y'all don't know. Then y'all wasn't listening to Biggie. That's what I said. Yeah, you wasn't listening no. to Biggie. And and again, like, like it, 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 it's a, it's about listening, like. As soon as you throw something like someone like big out there, people are all you yeah. know they're gonna clutch their pearls. Of course, you oh know my what I mean. God, never you. you know? <laughs> but but you know, at no point did you say he had that that Pusha had the uh, the versatility no. of Big in terms of the subject matter, in terms of like all I said was technical rap, technical rap and ability. The way he he finds a pocket, the way he hits that pocket, and he just weaves in and out of it with no it's break. Like, yo, and, and it's it's like. It's like watching a, a a a boxer. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like the difference between just a sluggish, like just not caring about the shit. But like if you if you see Floyd Mayweather just yeah. snap them jabs out there, Fast. you know what I mean. Finding the pockets to get in and dipping, you know what I mean. That that's that what a, a massive you know, rap for technician. A non-sports fan, that was a great analogy. Hey, that's listen. Floyd's whole style. People say he's a pussy, but I'm like Floyd gets in and gets out. It, it ain't my fault you ain't realizing what's happening. Hey, listen, and that's I'm, that's the that, that's the sport. That's why I lost my mom, my mom when I heard Paul Malov. I keep talking about it, but I'm like, y'all don't understand. Like he really smoked. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. it's also about the choice of words that he uses. Oh my god, it's like it's like like he 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 really like. He cares about painting a picture. You yes. know what I mean? It's like he'll he'll make a reference to something that he could have said it a hundred other other ways. But he said me made a reference to this one thing that you and you like you see it like like a zenith, right? Like when he raps, you can see what he's saying. Right. It ain't it ain't fluff. There yeah. is the picture, it's there. Either exactly. you take it in or you or you try right. to front on it. And then people will be like, Oh, but it's always about coke and rapping and, and you know see uh but 
it's it's Cause it's about the, like te- the, right. the technical ability of it. People like to follow him on the coke rap, but it's like he's rapping about what he did or right. he says he did, you know. Right. But it's like that's just that's that's the tent pole, right. and he raps about a lot of different things Under underneath that. that. Yeah, exactly. That, that if if you're not really listening to it because the beat ain't fire enough, then you're not catching it, and yeah. that's, that's a you issue. In what my I said, eyes. what I said the other day when we was walking uh, out here in Brooklyn. Um, Pusha T is like 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 the plant that grew out of the evils. Facts. Like, like if you were to take Hove's uh, song "The Evils" off "Reasonable Doubt," plant it and water it, Pusha T will grow out of that because he. That's what it is. It's that t- subject matter. And if it's not for you, or if you think it's too much of it, then move on. you know, move on. I hear you. It's not like he's saying he's super drug dealer of the world and I'm rich. Right. He but, gives you the pros and cons constantly. Right. That that song, the evils, is like is push push the T personifies everything about that, like the 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 good that came from it, the money that came from it, the 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 the, but the the also the you know the the downfalls, the pitfalls, um, and just like the the angst out of it, you know, what I mean, all Ready of it. Just start snitching, ain't you? You know, <laughs> right? But um, let, let let's shift gears. We've given them a lot of rap talk, and they've got to know why you you know see things. A certain type of way you came from the essence like like this then people understand when you from the essence and you grew up on it it raised you essentially yeah. it's hard to 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 embrace it like it's not just hate you know and the people love filing everything under hate but like nah like i just know what's good yeah, you know basically it raps not it's cool <laughs> but one thing that i noticed you know especially in the past i would say five to seven years that we never talked about because we were too busy arguing about rap all the time <laughs> is, is is your takes on like society like okay. issues as far as social justice, yeah. people rights, human rights. Yeah. You know, like, were you always like that or was it something that you matured into as, as you things started to, like, make a little more sense around you? Um, it's a good question. So, the, and, and this is, um, inevitably, this will link back to uh, rap and hip-hop, mm-hmm. right? Because... Um, as the transition was happening from early to mid '90s into the late '90s, yeah. right? In '97, um, we were talking about Wu Tang earlier. '97, that's when Wu Tang dropped Forever. Yep. That's also when Puffy dropped uh, No Way Out. The family. Oh, yeah, the with, way out. With the with the uh, family, right? The Bad Boy family. Um, and there was, there, you know, it was a, it was a like a like a fork in the road. Like, yeah. which way is hip hop gonna go? Yes. You know what I mean? Um, and it went Puff's route. Yeah. Right. Shiny suits. At the same time, the South, No Limit was coming into yep. full effect. They, you know, they were like ostentatious to the max. Like their videos, their you remember their their their, their album covers. It was so it, it was so it was like, so over the top that it seemed cheesy to me. Right, you exactly. That, to me too. You know, we're his uh, East Coast leaders, yeah, so like, what is this? we got to look at it. Where's the kid on your cover? Why, yeah. you, why does this guy have on a green jacket with a white suit and mad rings on his hand in the oh, game? What's man. going on? Why, why is there so many? Percy. Like, like five different types of gemstones yeah. on here. What's going yeah, on? Um, but yeah, but that's the direction that, uh, you know, rap culture, popular rap culture and hip hop uh, went into. And, you know, like, it... You know, who am I to like? I'm I'm just me. Right. I, who am I to say, yo, that was the wrong way for it to go, True. right? But as far as I was concerned, that wasn't really speaking to me. 
right? It was it was starting to get too shiny, too dance oriented, too club oriented, yeah. right? Um, and all of that is good. All, all I ever say is everything in moderation, right? Everything in balance. That's that. Like, if we if we have like you know the these you know non non rapping rappers that are, that are out today, cool. That's their lane. But let's also get a little bit more you know technical rapping ability right. in, into the limelight. So I I like I like balance, right? Um, so in, in the late nineties, it didn't seem like in terms of commercial rap, what was getting on the radio, what was on MTV, BT and all that mm -hmm. didn't seem like it was balanced. No, like, it, it was all rich, 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 rich. Exactly. Video hoes, like the, um, the early stages where they still kind of wore clothes. Right. Exactly. So, uh, around that time, um, you know, and, and this, this was the early days of the internet and I started like, you know, sort of, uh, uh, looking into, uh, you know, other venues, uh, other avenues um, uh, of where to get my music. And I started discovering artists like uh, the, well, the Roots had already, you know, they the, were they, the Roots were around, right? Um, but, you know, um, Mos Def, yeah. Taleb Kweli, um, you know, Pharaoh Monch. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I haven't heard that name uh, in a long time. Right. And so, uh, so these artists were all sort of gravitating to each other because they also didn't like... Socially conscious. Right. They also didn't like the direction that popular hip-hop was going into. And it did just it, spoke to me. Didn't Mosev make something about that? No more shiny suits? Shiny suit theory? Who did that? Shiny shiny suit theory was Jay Electronica. Jay Electronica. Yeah. Then it's, now I'm thinking about... It was it was an early era Mosev song where he was kind of like scoffing at the current... Time of, of rap where it was really it was too icy. I forget the name of the song, but he really wasn't. A, you could see he was, was it over the takeover beat. Nah, I no, I don't remember the song, but it was like he was. I don't know. It could have been a freestyle, but it just felt like it might be a takeover beat where it was just like he was adamant, yeah. like where it's at right now is whack. Yeah, and he wasn't afraid to say it. So, so yeah, so at that time that was like, the, and this was the the huge divide. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, you know, it you 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 felt it bubbling because like in the early '90s you had Common. Yeah. At the time, as Common Sense, he did "I Used to Love Her," mm -hmm. where he was mm -hmm. talking about he didn't like that rep went over to the West Coast. He didn't like that, you know, this, that, and the third. Um, the Roots. Yeah. Famously did that video, uh, "What They Do," where they were kind of making fun of. You know the videos with the with the champagne and there's a lot of that during that time. A lot of yeah. mockery, low key in these music videos. J. Rue, oh, J. Rue, man, J. Rue the damage. Yes, had that song one day where he said Puff literally kidnapped hip hop, hip -hop. <laughs> and he and hip hop is hanging out with him and Foxy Brown and they getting hip hop drunk and all that. It was a lot of there's a lot of uh, self righteousness, it, but it did it did come off as bitter. As opposed to one and change, um, I don't know. See, at the at the time, and I, you know, like at the time listening to it, I was cool with both of it. Yeah. Right. Because because uh, both sides of it. Because big big was big. Yeah. Right. He was a rapper's rapper. Big tippy toed that fine line. To like a master, right? Um, and so like I would hear J. Rue and I would just see uh, like I would get both sides mm -hmm. of the coin. And I appreciate it. You know that. what you're getting from a dude called Jay Rue today. <laughs> right. There's right. only one thing. Yeah. Um, but, yo, but you ain't answered the question. All right, all right, Social all right. justice so, warriors right. since. Yeah, so How did we get there? So bringing it full full circle. Um, 
I think I think it's something that that was even when I wasn't uh, aware of it. Mm-hmm. I think it was always that was something there because immediately as soon as you know rap started going in this direction with the shiny suits, mm-hmm. um, I started gravitating towards the raucous era and the yeah. underground. Most Def, Quali, Common, The Roots, uh, Pharaoh Munch, Music right? with a message, right? Um, and uh, and no, it just kind of grew from there. And I would I would uh, actively seek out. Um, other artists because again like as it kept going into the early 2000s right right, it just kept going more and more in that direction right and so um, no I was actively seeking like who like there was a time uh, when I was a huge fan of Immortal Technique right Right, and so like um, you, you're from you know Immortal Technique yeah okay so I was do I listen to him no yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) um but now nah, I remember like he like he was um, at, at the time when, you know, George Bush was president and he was speaking out against, uh, you know, the war in Iraq yeah. and like, you know, all of that stuff. Um, it that was that was speaking to me. It was it was something I don't know what it was. It was something that I wasn't getting anywhere else. It was something that I wasn't um, that I wasn't getting from from CNN or right. from any other sort of media outlet. Um, and, you know, these MCs were speaking to me. Uh, you know, it's something that I guess was already inside me. When, pause. When, <laughs> um, g- circling back to like when I was like, I really got into rap was in 92. Mm-hmm. By that time, like Public Enemy was already yeah. kind of like on the way out. Because rap at its core, like as much as we talk about who the nicest was, there was early rap had a lot of messaging about a lot of it. A lot of things that was happening. It was a social commentary about things yeah. happening in the ghetto. Right. And 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 it got so far removed to the point that people felt like they had to rebel against the thing that they loved. Right. To your point earlier about the guys like Jerry Ruda Damage and Moral Techniques, so on and so forth. So it's like I guess it kind of makes sense that it was always there for you. Yeah. But you didn't know at the time. I didn't know because right. we were listening to the good rap. If I like if I if I had gotten into into rap a little bit, see, because when I because that was when I was young. Um, like I like I was really like overprotected by my parents, oh. so they wouldn't really like I was just listening to pop, right? Whatever whatever was pop, whatever was on MTV, whatever was on the radio, that's why that's what I listened Damn, to. Damn, so, I like, was I was a scumbag. I, my mother had the, the BMG joint, and I was like, I want this album right here. I knew what it was, the Wu Tang Thirty Two. She didn't have to know it was cursing in it. My grandmother Yo, was in the crib one day. Bring the, the motherfucking ruckus. The, what is this? The Red Man tape. I told my, my my boy Sam at the time, I was like, yo, just let me get the tape, but not the cover. Uh, it was like, what you mean? It's like, yo, the, the red man with his hands full of blood, yes, got the yes. parental advisory sticker? Nah. I, There's I, I, no way. My parents can't find that in my possession, man. They would ground me. So, Yo, um, I got in trouble for Little Kim Hardcore. I had to lie about that, and I got caught in my Because <laughs> you remember the cover for Hardcore, yeah, and, yeah. and the intro nigga sure beating off in the movie do. theater. Okay. So, <laughs> I got in so much trouble for that. Oh, but man. um, you know, I ask you this because it's like, I, like I said, I always say I common creep, and I see that you're very aware of where we are as a society beyond right. music. Mm-hmm. Um, you're also a parent, right? Yes. So you could choose not to answer the question first okay. and foremost, but it's like, how concerned are you about where your child is gonna be in ten years with where the world is going politically? Ooh. Um, yeah, I got serious. Huh? That's heavy. Um, I, I mean, I have, I have hope that, um, no, nah, I have hope that like, we'll, we'll, we'll figure a way out of this mess. Um, but there's a, I mean, I don't know. There's a very good chance. Somebody just said the other day that like, 
you know, like it, it's like tr- like Trump is purposely trying to divide this nation further because yeah. uh, he knows that his base is just going to back him no matter what. Yep. And then uh, the 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 progressives are going to go further left. And then that's how you divide and conquer. It's it's a very it's a very we real... gotta get we gotta get him out of here, but because because it's it's a bad look, you know. Like no, I, no, it's it's beyond a bad look. It's like be, like bad look was like a year or two ago. It's yeah. like becoming da- it's it's you, dangerous. It's you believe the, that he's it's, it's irreparable damage taking place? Um, in in what sense? Like to to like, the country? Like, like as what all? he's doing with the, the attempts of dividing the people? Do you think it's irreparable? Like like is there any saving this? Or, or, or are we just gonna be bloods and crips now? <laughs> um, I like it. Really, it really feel honestly. It feels like it's gonna be like mm. blood, like bloods and crips okay. type of type of. That's why I asked you the question about, about where you're at as far as ten years from now because I just feel like, what is America gonna be like? Because well, I mean, th- like, I, I, and I said I said this on uh, on the roundtable in one of the episodes. Um, it might it might have been the year end episode last year for for this for mm-hmm. the gray area. Um, I I wouldn't be opposed to having this country like secede like half half of it secede. Wow! Like the blue the blue states secede from the red states, and that's it. So we going back two hundred years. Just just, <laughs> just because I, I, like because the views are so opposing. Here here's here's the thing. Like there, it was it it almost like it was it felt sort of covert mm-hmm. before, right? Um, you know, with the George Bushes yeah. and, and and such. Like, right? we knew, but they had we enough knew, decency We knew, to front. but they had some decency to front to a certain extent, yeah. right? There were scumbags, but they weren't to the level of scumbaggery where it's like, yo, I'm gonna say the most racist shit <laughs> on a podium. And people will love it. And people will love it and, 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 who, and whoever speaks out against it it, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're just somehow they're going to be the ones that are yeah, wrong. It's the angry mob era. Right. Um, so so it's 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 a it's really difficult looking at this, the, the current landscape now and really envisioning a, a, a point in the future where, you know, we, we might be able to reconcile these differences. Ah. Um, I don't know, it, 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 it's possible maybe with the and I, I mean. I don't know. I'm I'm also just in a very sort of dis- disillusioned place. I feel like you know, government is bullshit. <laughs> the president is is obviously just like a, you know a, it's a like puppet, a TV villain. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, you know, go- government. You know, ca- capitalism was never. You know, it was never going to work the way they thought it was going to work. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and then you start thinking about well, what's the solutions? Because like you know, socialism doesn't work. You know, the, there's no, there's no, just like hu, humans are, yeah. you know, they are what they are, right? Uh, and so... So it, here's, here's what I'll say. Yeah. I believe, as ridiculous as this sounds for my listeners, I'm sorry, I, you know, ahead of time. I believe that if America was one race by itself predominantly, it'd be a better place. I believe that America being such a melting pot creates all of these issues as opposed to other countries where most countries outside of America there's one race that, that is right. the lead you know what I mean I, I feel like the, the philosophical differences of us being so many people creates the issues well 
leading leading back to what what I was about to say about like humans just being humans. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, uh, the 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 human instinct of seeing others as other. Yeah. Right. As opposed to we, right, is going to be really hard to get over as a society, as 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 a as a uh, as a species. True, right? Um, you know, like we're we're all you know we share ninety nine point nine 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 percent of DNA, but yeah. somehow that point oh 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 one causes all of this, all this fucking confusion. mess. So it's it's really it yeah. I mean, humans like, just naturally are going to be like that. Now, there's a um. There, I've, I've read and heard people say, um, like, if, like if we get a little bit more specific about it, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, the the, uh, the the black community, the and, and, and the history behind it, yep. uh, from from uh, slavery to Jim Crow to you know the civil rights movement and to to now, um, there are people that will say that uh, the black community was better off. Uh, when they were sticking, when they were creating their own thing yeah. in their own societies, rather than trying to, to blend in, to blend in and assimilate with white society, there's a there's, there's a valid point a, to that's that. That's a battle on that topic till this very day. Yeah, there's people who still believe that, and you know, like I, I think I'm kind of leaning that way myself, because I always feel like we spend so much time trying to be for the people right. that. We hinder each other. Not to say that there's crabs in a barrel across the board. Like some people like to say, I don't believe that. Do I think there's some crabs in that barrel? Yes. Yeah. I, I like. I feel like there's times when I look around and I see like an Italian neighborhood, Jewish neighborhood, Irish neighborhood, Hispanic neighborhood. They close the decks. Some shit hit the fan. They're not gonna throw that guy under the bus. Right. They close the decks. Right. I feel like we don't do that. Mm. We don't close the decks. We don't support. Like if you look at like we could t- take it to music. We we've been speaking about rap. Look at how the Hispanic society gets behind Cardi, That's without fact. question. That's and fact. look at how much the black caucus <laughs> doesn't like Nicki, no matter mm. what Nicki does. Mm. You know what I mean? It's a perfect example of why, like, if, if they close the decks, even if they don't like how Nicki giving it up, if they close the decks, Nicki would still feel like super valid. Yeah. You know, like Cardi, Cardi can go anywhere uptown right now. She's good. I can't say that about Nicki. I don't know. Yeah. You look at the comment section. Yeah, it's a good they point. don't like Nick. Also, but also Nick Nicki is uh, a lot further removed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you know, Cardi's had like nah, but Cardi's safe, son. You look at J Lo. J Lo been removed, but J Lo's safe. Mm. She's safe. Mm. They all safe. If, yeah. if you're Hispanic, you're good. Yeah. You're a black superstar. It's shaking. It's shaking. <laughs> it's it, it depending on who you are. Right. You don't know. Right, right, right. Because like, like I don't know how Beyonce's pulled it off. Like she's been the safest of this era to me. Yeah. Black artists. Even Jay got his detractors. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, I, I'm on that side where it's like I feel like we need to close the decks. I don't mind mingling with other races 100. percent Right. But I feel as though when the shit hits the fan, we need to close the decks like everybody else does. Right. And until we do that, we can't get what we need to be. That's really how I feel. Mm. Valid, valid, very valid. You know what I mean? Like I like I, like I just I, I I see where you at, and it's like I'm starting to get concerned because at some point I got to bring a life into this world. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's and fun. I'm looking at what Trump is doing, and I'm like, yeah, no, bring it, bring it back to my son, like. Um, he's he's, I don't I'm, I'm not gonna say he's like, uh, aware all the time, mm-hmm. but he's definitely you know, he's he's on the right side of the fence yeah. on this uh, 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 absolutely. The, like the the one thing that I do have to talk to him about 
uh, every now and then is, um, you know, this idea of like, you know, the hierarchies of privilege, mm. right? And so like, I, I will have to talk to him and be, cause he, he'll, he'll say something like, you know, like, uh, you know, this, the, 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 this girl or the girls at school get away with all this. And like, yeah, I tried to do it and then I don't get away with it. I'm like, you know, chill out. Like, don't watch them. The, yeah. It's not, you know, like it, it's not, it's, one is probably not that serious. You're probably a little bit sensitive. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and second, um, you know, let you know, and we've we've talked about this. You know, if, if Dini was here, he, we'd definitely get some pushback. <laughs> but you know, we got we do have to understand that um, you know uh, we've been made aware of a lot of us have been made aware of our privileges yeah. and where we fall in the in the the totem pole of those privileges, True. right? You know, there's cis, heterosexual, white male all the way at the mm-hmm. top, and then white females and blah, 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 going all the way down to, you know, um, probably, I don't know, like uh, uh, um, uh, transgender, black, uh, yeah, female. We, you know what I mean? Yeah, got, that it, that might be throw, the greatest combo right there. Right, exactly. So it, it just depends on what mix of privilege it is that you have. Like, if you're, if you're male and Hispanic, right, you're not going to be... Where white males are, but you're not going to be down where black females are. Like, put it this in that way: totem if pole. you're a minority, right? And, and again, to be clear, we're talking about the the uh, the, the way that society right. has treated these people. Like, if right? you're a minority on a scale, these like groups. like the the negative to positive scale, right. you're already down like two to three as a as a male minority right. in this world. Right. Like, you got to work your way back to zero before you get into the positive side. Right. And and I, I think like you did a, a good job of letting them know that like yo bro like you you got to know where you at. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like I guess for me like I always wonder like what I would be as a parent. But like I feel like what I would try to do is just like let them know like your fam or or young lady. Yeah. Worry about yourself, okay? Right. Do not concern yourself with anything else because it's like no matter how right you might be, it does not matter. You like <laughs> like like you just have to play your position, be smart about it. Yes. And be willing to That's, take these L's. He um yeah, nah, he uh unfortunately got that gene from me oh. where he got to be right all the time yeesh and so and <laughs> i'm trying fall. to tell i'm trying to tell him i'm like yo you told like you're dealing with other students you're also dealing with teachers and yeah. faculty yeah. and you are so concerned with proving your point even even if you know you have like you're 98 wrong he always has to talk about that two percent of the point where he's right, where he has a two percent point. That's how you lose. People, I'm like, though. yo, I'm like, yo, you gotta, you gotta dead that. You have, like, you can't. That you know, you're gonna get yourself in trouble like that, man. Yeah. People are not gonna, you know. And these next four years are very important. Yeah, like this is the to me, like thinking back on where I was when I was 17, 18, and it's like, you know, they, your OG always tell you, you appreciate this time. You always say, fuck out of here, OG. <laughs> I'm just living. Right. I swear to God, it's like I'm in that phase now at yeah. 34 where it's like, shit, yeah, I man. messed the pack up when I was 17 and 18, boy. Yeah, man. God. Yeah, man. Um, but no, in terms of like, you know, where this country is going to be, like I have, like it can't, you know what I mean? Like after, I feel like after Trump, like there, there's got to be like, like an awakening of something. That's where I was going. I'm like, like where? It can't go. It can't get worse. Because if it gets worse, then it would like it's just four that more way years. Right. It couldn't get. It can get worse if we if we get eight of this guy. We're finished. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, in my mind, I was thinking after him, after he's out. 
Yo, so I'm like already kind of banking on he's got he's got. Do you have any confidence in any of these Democrats though? Do you really? I don't. It's I'm, rough out I'm here. all on hope right now. I told people when, when, he, when he went against Hillary, I didn't even like Hillary. I just voted blue off the strength. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm terrified. This yeah, no, it's, it, it's scary. Um, and and, and um, to that point, like, it's like, so you know how we talk about how, like, you know, the reason the, the, the in hip-hop, the, the South won, Atlanta yeah. won, because yeah. they stick together. Yeah. While New York is like, no, nah, I'm the king, no, nah, I'm the king, no, nah, I'm the king. that whole time fighting each other while the South came up. Bro, so, like, regardless of what, we've seen it. Trump, Trump can lit, like will literally spew the most hateful, I, uh, 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 ignorant, blathering stupidity, mm-hmm. and it's the like the that that core is going nowhere. The 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 red side is just They're locked in, locked in, sticking together, sticking to their guns, figuratively and literally. Mm-hmm. Like they're just going to, they're gonna, you know. Uh, not splinter off. Meanwhile, uh, we get Hillary to run on on the blue side, uh, and all of a sudden, like the 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 the, uh, the Democratic uh, uh, voter base is splintering off into like we love Bernie. Well, well, we we want we wanted Bernie and we didn't get Bernie. All right, so we well, lost on Bernie. Was but at when y'all was supposed to vote for Bernie, right? And then like the super super progressives is voting like the Green Party, oh. and I'm just like, yo, like yeah, like do you, it, they, they didn't vote at all. And, when it came and then down and to some it. of them were just like so like I'm not voting. And, and then the the, the 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 shit that got me the most like to this day like it just makes me livid. The, this notion that it would have been the same either way. They're both nah, the same. No way. Are we like yeah, everybody seeing what 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 that inactivity or uh you know the 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 shift in direction mm-hmm. what that led to. Like if if the Democratic voter base, right, if they if they just stuck together to to say, you know what, all right, we wanted we wanted Bernie, but we got Hillary. I don't like Hillary. Um, I would disdain for Trump should have mattered more than who we didn't like. Right, exactly. Um, and just be pragmatic about yeah. it, right? Oh, what? Pragmatic? No way. And so, um, and so now, now we're seeing what what it is to, um, you know, to have the the the, the lesser of the two evils. Uh. If like, I, I'll admit it. I didn't want I didn't want to vote for Hillary either. But she, uh, she was absolutely the lesser of the two evils. What I meant is, we know what it's like to have the greater of the two evils. My boy Mark said, and I'll never forget it to the day I die. He said Hillary versus Trump was voting for the gun or the knife, and I'm like, Word. that was the perfect description of that election. Yeah, period. give me the knife. Give me the knife. Give me the knife. You know what I'm saying? I can dodge that kind of. Yeah, I'll take, take a couple of cuts. It's fine. Yeah. You know, I'll live. Yeah. To me, like he's ruining the country. But we're gonna take. I'm gonna close it out on okay. this front. You know, I appreciate you for being forthright with everything you've said. You yeah. know, got a little serious on you at the end, but that was by design to okay. open you up with some rap talk and to get serious. <laughs> um, Always bring it back to the rap. Though, yeah, like, of course. You know I mean? That's that's what we all about. Yeah. Um, for me, I've been saying this about Obama's presidency. There was things that he couldn't do because like the people activated against him. We know who they are, right? Right. But I believe his impact was with the kids who came into this world 
and only Singer. saw blackface. Right. You know, because we grew up only knowing white presidents. Right. So, like, I have, like, my goddaughter, she's turning, I think, seven this year. Mm-hmm. Up until Trump's presidency, she knew Obama. All of these kids, eight years old, nine yeah. years old, they knew Obama. I believe that if if we can if we can get through Trump, I think those kids are gonna be the people who fix the country. Yeah. Because they don't know any other way. They they know progressiveness. They right. don't know racial divide because right. it inherently is not in them. You know. This is, this How do you feel about my stance on it? The hope in that generation coming up. Um, I'm I, I'm hoping with you. Um, but uh, I don't know. This country has a way of like squashing hope, bro. Mm. Um. So, you know, like... Send the cynic. Right. I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. Like, uh, it, 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 it's true. Like, there, there's a whole generation of kids that have come in. As soon as they come in, they see a black president. Mm-hmm. And that's all they know. Right? But now, we're, like... Because, this, this, like, I still, I still feel like this is a direct, um, you know, sort of backswing... Of, of the o- the Obama presidency, Trump was birth of the Obama presidency, right? It was the anti-Obama, exactly. Um, and so it, it, that that pendulum swing is, you know, insane. It's it, it, it's crazy, and and I don't I don't I don't see how we make that pendulum stop. Uh. Honestly, it's been like it it was it's gonna take way more generate. I feel like it's gonna take a lot more generations than your goddaughter and mm. their generation, right? I feel like. Um, you know, Maybe I don't know. A, a female president break it through, offer some more. Possibly, but again, like I just, you know, it, 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 if 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 it gets back to a black president, a female president, like what's going to be the 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 pendulum, right? The the backswing of that pendulum down the line, right? And how how many how many spirits is that going to break? Like, how many How many people is that going to disillusion? Like, okay. So that's, I mean, that's that's my concern. Like, you know, um, yeah. All right. So now on a brighter note, okay. we'll leave the listeners with this one question for you. You can't explain it. You just have to answer. Hip-hop, 94, 96, or 98? Ooh. Which if 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 the world was coming to an end and you had to choose one of those years to play on re on re on rewind for the rest of your time on earth, which year would you pick? Sheesh, how much time we got to go through all these <laughs> all these albums? 94, uh, 96, or 98. I'ma go. I'ma go 94. 94. I'ma all right, go 94. That's fair. Yeah. I mean Illmatic, ready to die. Uh, uh, um, then Snoop dropped ninety. Snoop dropped ninety. What what West Coast album was ninety four? That was a big deal. That that was Snoop, but that was ninety three. Ninety three. Um, so if we're like if we're taking like you know sort of a hybrid ninety three ninety four Wu Tang Red Man yeah uh, Method Man because a lot it was a lot um, of spillage into yeah it was a lot of spillage into ninety four so uh, Black Moon was spillage into ninety four. Um, yeah, no, 94 was crazy. 96 was, was, was fire too. It was written, Reasonable Doubt, um, the Fugees, uh, I think Outkast, uh, Iron yeah. Man, but, um, I'll say, no, yeah, no. it was definitely not going to be 98 for me. 96 was a Quemini, right? Nine, 96, no, 98 was a Quemini. So which, what was that? 96 was, uh, AT Aliens. AT Aliens, okay. Yeah. Um, no, it was, for me, it was definitely not going to be 98. Okay. 
uh, too too much commerciality at that point. So you wasn't wearing your shiny suit. Nah, not at all. Say, nope. It's fine. I mean, my club, my clubbing days were was still ahead of me. So yeah, early two thousands, uh, I was clubbing. I was, you know, reluctantly, you know, <laughs> you, know r- you know, rubbing up on a couple things. Hey, you know, enjoying your life as you exactly, should. Exactly. You're a but, young guy in New York. There's a but, lot of things know, to choose from. As soon as I threw my headphones on, it was like you know, boom, bap, boom, bap. That's another thing. Boom, bap. You know what? I was going to wrap it up, but being that we're talking about it, just real quick for the listeners. We've spoken about so much rap, but I almost never hear you talk about Helter Skelter. Did you not like these guys? Did you not like Boot Camp Click at all? Like, um, outside of Sean Price, rest in peace. Yes. Um, also, uh, on, on while we're on that, on that topic, um, yo, let's, let's, let's try to save the, the mural, the Sean Price mural. They're yes, trying to take it down. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, There's a petition going on out, uh, going around online. I don't know... You know, I'm I'm a cynic. I don't know how you know effective these online Particular petitions level. are, but you know, if we could do some, let's try to do it. Because right. I think the the building's being bought out, and the landlord was like, "Yo, we're tearing this mural down because cocksuckers." But yeah, um, but yeah, um, no, um, I my thing with 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 Black Moon and, and Boot Camp is um, to me personally, like. Soon as Wu Tang came through, it was like for me, it was like, original yo, it's a rap for Black Moon. No, no love for original gun clappers. Nah, like you know, like um what what was that? Uh, OGC mm-hmm. back in the day. I used I, I used to I used to fuck with them. Um uh Flood Let Fly and That's my joint. Like, I feel like that's right up your alley. But uh but again, I was always like to me, I was always such a woo head that it was like less than. Yeah, like boot camp and Black Moon and all that was, you know, sort of, you know, covered up yeah. by this this massive blanket uh, that was Wu Tang, right? And so anytime that boot somebody from boot camp would come out with something, it was like, here comes another Wu member with another classic. Like it was like, yo, just beating them over the head. So with I it. used to watch flavor videos of Bobby Simmons, and they used to get a lot of run on there. Yeah, you know, so I'm like that was my that, because they, I mean, they, Brooklyn. It was quintessential yeah. Brooklyn, and yeah. there was always, you know, it was right there. There was always in the mix <laughs> in the streets. You know what I mean? You know, it wasn't. It wasn't like Biggie Brooklyn where he, you know, he was touring the country and yeah. going overseas and what. Like these guys, I obviously, got hype when I saw Mop do a video on a three train. I used to ride a three train to go to school every day. So I'm like, oh, Mop, yeah. I'm about some hardcore <laughs> on the same train as me. But um. Yeah. And also, like as, as far as the conversations we have, we we all we you know we tend to stick to the cream of the crop of yeah, things. You yeah, know what I mean? So yeah. like, um, but no, boot, you know, boot camp definitely. You know, Black Moon, uh, Health and Skelter, OGC, rest in peace to Sean Price. You know what I mean? And Sean Price, like, um, he was a special character because like he he emerged from that to sort of become his own entity mm-hmm. almost like you know he was almost like a comic book character I, uh, but I, that was that but that was always in the hood like he still lived in he was like a few Brownsville. years late like when he finally started to really cook yeah, up yeah the, the new york spotlight had started to dim like if he would have popped up around 2000 yeah. i think his life would have been totally different yeah yeah, it's very he's true. He's nice, and like you said, he's a character. Characters yeah. always stick around. They, they always do. You know what I mean? Like you know, like it, it, especially in this age of like YouTube videos yeah. and like you know doing skits and stuff like that. He was like ahead of his time and all of that stuff, man. So shout out to him. Like we don't yeah. into overtime. We love, <laughs> we love rap. It's a it's a it's a good way to to um to cap off the the show. Rest in yeah, peace, man. to Sean Price, and uh, let's try to save his mural. It's a beautiful mural. 
um, and we can't we can't keep letting gentrification like tear down Win. everything that 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 we have. I was telling my girl the other day, like when I saw it online and I sent it to her, I was like, "Yo, like this society really has a fucking knack for making us disappear, just erasing us, man." You know what I mean? It's like it's it, it. when yeah, you, when you price the hood out the hood, you already know it's game over. Yeah. I find it amazing that we did an entire episode and we didn't argue about Jay-Z and I. <laughs> applaud us. You know. Yes. And for the listeners, if you're living under a rock, you might not have heard the Rap Snob on any kind of platform before. Rap Snob, can you please... Identify yourself. <laughs> Drop the socials. Uh, Sincere819. That's C-I-N-S-E-R-E. Right? 819. Uh, that's at IG. That's also on Twitter. Uh, on Facebook is my government, but I don't, I don't really like Facebook or giving down my government. So <laughs> just find me on IG and Twitter. Um, as always, I make beats holla at me. If you listen to the Rap Roundtable, um, I'm part of that. Uh, the beats that you hear in the background of that show, those are my uh, my works. Um, and yeah, I make fire. Applaud this man. That's me. Ladies and gentlemen, as a heads up, the gray area is going to go on a brief hiatus. You can still hear me on the aforementioned Rat Roundtable, but chances are the gray area won't be circling back until late August or early September. I need a break. I've, I've given y'all endless fire for two years straight. I've had a lot going on in my life, and I need a second. But I promise y'all <laughs> I'll be back late August or early September. Look for me on the socials. I'll still be putting out content. Whatever you might have missed, I'll still throw it out there. The Rat Roundtable will still be flourishing. So I'm not gone, gone. You know, put it like Tony Stark ain't making Iron Man movies for a second. I'm going to be in the Avengers, okay? And, <laughs> and that'll be that. You know what I'm saying? And as the saying goes. Whether you like it or don't like it, sit down and look at it because it's the best going today. Woo! Perfect.